I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schleck. We are part of CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, and featured on Dash Radio at 5 o'clock Central Time. And with me today is my good friend, Alex Spears. Alex, what's up? Good morning! Oh, my God. <laughs> he sounded like a rooster cockadoodling oh, at me. Uh, <laughs> so, there's a little bit of, I mean, I just feel like this current NBA climate is just meant for the Wednesday pod with Alex. Cause we have like all the wizard <laughs> stuff. I have like, feels like a hundred fake trades that we're going to go through later on in the show. We'll obviously talk about the thunder. Uh, there's, there's more golden state drama. Kevin Durant getting fined $25,000, uh, which is super fun. And the thunder play the warriors tonight in Oakland with, and I, I'm pretty sure Draymond green is still on the injury report for them. Uh, that he won't play yeah. tonight. So it's going to be like a super stripped down version of the Warriors, which is fine with me because the Thunder obviously need a little bit of help because they couldn't beat the Sacramento Kings uh, on Monday night. Yeah, I checked uh, Roto World and Steph, Draymond, and Alonzo McKinney have all been ruled out. Uh, well, who's even left then? Poor guys. How are they ever hey. going to make it? Alonzo McKinney was averaging 15 minutes per game for them. So that's, that's, that's not nothing. <laughs> and you know what? He's probably not good. Like he may look good in, in the, in the warrior system, but he's just probably not good. Well, we're not going to get a chance to see if that's true. Andrew. So you, you just get to say that you get to throw that out into the ether and he doesn't even get to defend himself. <laughs> he's probably as good as Patrick McCaw. Right. Poor Patrick McCaw. Still not on a team. Yeah, still no contract. I mean, and there's a lot of teams that have their MLE left. Like right. The, like the Thunder could sign him if they wanted to. They don't want to. Nobody really wants to. Um, can we talk about that Kings game briefly? Yeah, I think there's I think there's several talking points from from that game that we need to to get to. Well, first, uh in my opinion, in my experience, that is like the worst kind of loss. I hate those kind of losses and they're the kind of losses where if we had come back and won, mm-hmm. all, all we would talk about was like, Oh, that was an ugly win. That yeah. was disgusting. And instead we lose it. And there's, there it had all the ingredients. Like it had the team that you, in your head, you kind of felt like we should be like, we're better than this team. Mm-hmm. And then you had like right from the jump, they get up on us and you're like, Oh man, it's going to be like this, isn't it? And then OKC (laughs) doesn't even have the decency to get blown out. They keep it like just close enough to make you watch every single second of that game. Even at the very end, I was still watching because I thought they were about to come back and then you still lose. It was just miserable. It's a teaser. It was, it was a big teaser. Yeah. That, there, and there are obviously there's some good things to take from it, but overall, you know, like Russell comes back and he's just this emotional, maniacal father of twins. 
just playing a basketball game and he was out of control for a lot of the game he took 10 threes he was getting to the rim but just like wildly flailing when he got there and couldn't finish anything at the rim uh, he had a bad game. Schroeder had a bad game too. He couldn't finish when he got to the rim either. Uh, there was, you know, and Paul George didn't shoot the ball well. When those three guys don't shoot the ball well, you're just, you're not going to do very well. And the Kings, like, they just play at such a fast pace. And, I mean, if Iman Shumpert, so like two things, like if two things randomly didn't happen, the Thunder win. If Iman Shumpert doesn't just go off, I don't understand it because a lot of people are like, well, the defense just really sucked. Well, it sucked for like maybe a few possessions, but Shumper got going and there were times where the Thunder had a hand like in his face and he's just draining shots. I I don't know what happens when he plays the Thunder, when he sees Westbrook or whatever happens. It's very, very strange. Uh, And then Patrick Patterson gets like the best looks any power stretch power forward could ever ask for five of them yeah and he misses all of them if he just made two of them the thunder win you know i mean it's just there's it, it was a there's a lot of bad things for the thunder there were missed rotations you know and they had to throw they had to throw together these lineups that you're like oh my gosh hot hello billy donovan like you're you're, you're doing your thing right now because he's just threw these lineups together that had obviously never played together before the communication wasn't there on the defensive end they didn't really know exactly what they wanted to do on the offensive end um and you know i never really thought i would say this sentence this season but the thunder missed terrence ferguson and alex abrinas like quite a bit just because those guys have experience they're both have taken a step up on the defensive end and they know their role very well and you're playing guys like tlc has played great in the minutes that he's played it's been actually really surprising um deontay burton has looked pretty terrible uh you just have guys that are playing roles that they were never meant to play and even ray felton got run the other night and you can't blame that that loss on him but you know i it, it's a it was a bad loss but also like the kings are kind of a decent team too so it's not this is not like losing to the kings three years ago uh this yeah is, it's like they're they're a decent team they have like buddy healed is really good uh bogdan bogdanovich is really good um i really like darren fox although he didn't have a great game uh but they, they've got some good players that you can't leave alone and when you're miscommunicating because you haven't really played with these guys in an NBA rotation yet uh you know the kings will make you pay which is a which is a sentence that i don't think has been said since the page of chris weber doug christie kings yeah and you talked about missing ferguson and abrinas i also thought this is one of the few games during the season where they really needed nerlands yeah. because patterson looked really slow on a couple of possessions and i don't necessarily think it's patterson necessarily he was playing against these super young super athletic super energetic bigs like mm-hmm. marvin bagley was everywhere and nerlands would have really helped with that no specifically question. he would have been way more versatile against those bigs and so yeah they just i mean the kings are just so up and down they have one of the fastest pace paces in the league like that first quarter was just exhausting (laughs) it was just back and forth nonstop. it was crazy and then unfortunately you don't we don't even get to really celebrate hamadou diallo's ferguson game he has his ferguson at the lakers game yeah 
just like that random blow up game. He makes every shot, hits two threes. Yeah. It was nice because apparently a lot of national people were watching. All of a sudden, there were all these tweets about Hamadou Diallo on my timeline. <laughs> so that, I mean, that was cool for him. But yeah, what they what they failed to uh, mention is that he got pulled in the first half because he was the guy getting torched um, by Amon Shumpert. Um, right, and he yeah, that's I mean that's exactly what happened in the first half. He came back second half or really in the second quarter and was able to help make a run with the team. Uh, he played great, and I, I discussed this with Brett Dawson yesterday. But you know, it's it's meaning it's not very meaningful in a way that he shot perfect from the field because like he's not that's not a normal thing that he will do. But to me, it also is meaningful because I didn't know he had that in him, you know, to shoot the basketball perfectly from the field, where he's taking all different kinds of shots. He made two free throws, scored eighteen points on seven shots. I mean. I didn't think that he would have that in him at all his rookie season and he's he continues to surprise with his ability to dribble the ball uh with his speed the the way that he outran De'Aaron Fox on the break like that was almost shocking um he's he's a crazy athlete and he's got a lot of skill I mean I don't I don't know what the ceiling is for him or what the comp is for him uh but the reality is that they have a guy second round pick that belongs on the floor today. And you can see how he could develop into something way better than this. I don't know if he's going to be like a starting level two guard for everybody. Um, but I, I can definitely see him being like at least like back half of the league starting shooting guard eventually. Uh, he's only 19. Uh, it's his, his game is, is super impressive and I feel like he is getting better as the weeks go on yeah and as much as we like him you know talking about how the king's game was a bad game to miss nerlands well tonight is a bad game to miss ferguson and, yeah. I, and i'm feeling confident about tonight's game but if there's one area where i'm not it's diallo having to match up with clay again fergus back as the team oh fergus back mm-hmm. oh he's playing tonight i believe he is let me let me double check those reports real quick. Oh, baby. That'd be great. Yeah. Because that honestly was all I was really worried about from tonight's game. Yeah. I think Maddie Lee reported that he was back with the team. So, Oh, that would be great. That would uh, be very exciting. Shout out to Maddie Lee. She's doing a good job on the beat. Shout out. Uh, hey. But yeah. I. It, it is also weird. I just want to point out it's weird that we are so excited that Terrence Ferguson's returning. No, um, uh, no, it's we're ignoring the entire first part of the season. Right, we just never we never had those opinions. We never. No said one listened to those podcasts. <laughs> they oh, just man. started listening. Uh, can I give you some stats? Ooh, I'd love some stats. So Russell Westbrook took ten threes. Right, that's his first game this season with double digit three point attempts. So I went back in time. Ooh jumped in the time machine i wanted to see how many games what number of games has he had in the past seasons with double digit three-point attempts so his first the first time he ever had a game with double digit three-point attempts was in the 2013 2014 season so it took him a while to start jacking up that many that season he had two the next season he had five games the next season he had two games i'm gonna skip the mvp season (laughs) 
<laughs> last season he had four games okay. of double digit three point attempts. And by the way, the Thunder I was reading the 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 box scores. Somehow the Thunder lost a game last year where Russ shot seven of ten from three. And they lost by thirteen. Who was it to? It was to Orlando. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, how many games would you guess? Russ had double-digit three-point attempts during his MVP season. Oh, my. So as you've heard so far, it was two, five, two, and four. Uh, 26. Oh, that's high. It was actually 19. Okay. Every fourth game, he had double-digit three-point attempts. And he had some games with like 15 and 16 attempts. (laughs) And won the MVP doing so. Because yeah, he, and I, he shot seven a game that season, right? Yeah, and I was go. I went through just the double digit games because I wanted to see like because I saw some like two for twelves in there. I was like, I wonder if he shot worse in these games, but he actually shot his his season average of thirty four percent. So interesting. It wasn't like it was bad, and last night it wasn't bad. Like he ended up shooting four for ten, but that's one of those games where if you just looked at the box score, mm-hmm. you would be like, Oh, Russ had a really nice game. Like he shot 48%. He shot 40% from three, but watching it like Russ was not good. Like all of those three point attempts were just gross. <laughs> and I was furious every time. And there were points by the end of the game where like I was rolling my eyes so much, especially when he started making them. Well, the problem, like, right. The problem was that he was, it wasn't just like catch it, I'm wide open. I'm going to shoot it. It was catch it, pivot, look around. Yep. I'm letting everybody know I'm definitely going to shoot this. Like when Russell starts to kind of like move kind of just like a little bit with the ball out on the three point line, you're like, oh, great. Like he's going to shoot yeah. this. Like there's no question he's shooting this. Uh, unshout out to Maddie Leach. She did not report it. It was Brett Dawson of The <laughs> Athletic. Um, he said the Thunder were hopeful. Terrence Ferguson will rejoin the team tonight. Uh, per Billy Donovan. He reported that yesterday, 17 oh. hours ago. Uh, you can you can read Brett's stuff at theathletic.com. Go to theathletic.com backslash dunk. dunk. Get, get 40% off your subscription to The Athletic. It's awesome. You can read all of the great Warriors content, which as a Thunder fan, you should want to read at this point. You can get uh, Fred Katz stuff on the wizards which is fantastic you don't you really don't want to miss out and you get 40 percent off and and it helps us so do it athletic.com backslash dunk um we always talk about how russ is like the most energetic player and he leaves everything on the court every night right i think the only way you can tell that russ is tired is when he takes a ton of threes yeah like i feel like that's his way of you don't even notice he's tired because he's he looks like he's out there playing and he still was very active last night i mean he had a lot of great drives to the hoop but he settled for so many shots and i wonder if he was just exhausted and didn't want to do anything yeah he he just mentally was not focused and he had like that little spat with willie collie stein where he was really super pissed at the refs on the other end went back gave willie collie stein a hard foul collie stein is just kind of a psychopath and tries to go after Westbrook and then somehow like this, this made this sequence made no sense. So Westbrook and Collie Stein get into it. They have to be separated. Uh, Stephen Adams helps to separate them. And then somehow Stephen gets a technical foul. Collie Stein gets one and Russell doesn't get one at all. 
See, this is this is why you should have been watching the uh, Sacramento Kings feed, like me. Yeah. Uh, because whoever their old guy is, uh-huh. he was just screaming about Stephen Adams. Oh, really? Like, furious. He was like, look at that. That's terrible. He's pushing him into the stands. Those are paying customers. Oh. You can't push a guy into a paying customer. Like he'd said that for like two minutes straight. Wow. Okay. And, I didn't, I hadn't heard that, that take. So maybe the refs overheard this, this old guy just <laughs> screaming at Stephen Adams. But he was very mad at Stephen Adams. He at no point gave him the benefit of the doubt and predicted from the get that he was going to get uh, uh, a technical. So wow, okay, he was right. Yeah, I think like Kali Stein had his hand on Stephen's neck, and like that. I don't. I don't know because he was trying not to fall on those paying customers. <laughs> Andrew, he was, he was grabbing for whatever he could. <laughs> He was grabbing onto his larynx to make sure that he didn't hurt anybody. Um, yeah. Very, very weird stretch. It ended up actually like kind of firing up the team a little bit from there, um, but not enough to to win the game. The Thunder just they they didn't close out on Buddy Heald a couple times. There was one play before the end of the half where they had this really super weird lineup out there. I think it had like Schroeder and Felton, and I think Burton was involved. Where. The rotate like they rotated, but they didn't know they were just like rotating out of like habit, not out of like seeing what was happening on the court. And they basically just cleared the lane for a layup for B elites. I don't know if you remember that. But it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, okay. Like they just they they just didn't know what they were doing in some spots. Uh and so hopefully uh Abrinas and, and Nerland's got some antibiotics and they're feeling better. Uh, I'm sure they caught that virus from Mellow. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I hope Ferguson's back. We don't know for sure. Brett reported that they were hopeful that he'd be back with the team. And so, uh, he had a baby. Russell had two babies. There's two just babies. So many babies, man. Um, Sam Presti had, tw- has twins too. I mean, like, it's just like, it's a lot of, when did he yeah, have twins? Like right before the season started. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a lot of babies. There's so many babe, th- so many thunder babies. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm interested to see what the lineups look like tonight, but it, it, it's also kind of crazy that the Thunder have a wing like TLC who just doesn't play when everybody's healthy, who is better than probably any reserve wing the Thunder have had in the past four years. Yeah, I mean, he was getting those singler minutes, and it was much different from those singler minutes. Right. <laughs> He's a plus three. He had 11 points in that game in 24 minutes. He was one of three from three, five of eight overall. He runs the court so well. Um, yeah, he got out in transition every chance he could. Yes, he kind of he leaks out. He kind of Corey Brewers his way to points. Uh, it's he's like he's a decent player, and you know I don't I don't know like someone's going to pay him big bucks at the end of the season. So I don't think like you have to like regret declining his fourth year option. Um, and maybe they even did that as a favor to him saying like, we listen, like we've got these guys ahead of you. If we keep you on your fourth year option, you're still probably not going to play for us. Um, and so he's an expiring contract. He's a lot more tradable that way. Um, and he may just be a guy that would go for the minimum anyway. So if the Thunder did want to bring him back, they could probably bring him back on a minimum deal. Cause I remember last season where, you know, like we're in mid season, Josh Eustace is playing pretty well. And we're like, man, can't believe they declined his option. They're ne- they're going to really regret that one. And like you know, like now Josh Houston's out of the league. Um, 
Right. And so you can't really like read into these games on an individual basis. Um, but yeah, and they have, and they TLC, have quality depth. TLC has still shown the ability to like hit a three point shot off the side of the backboard. So <laughs> it's not like it's all great. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's not a perfect player. He's not like a starting level player. He's, he's a ninth or 10th guy. Yeah. He's like, an NBA player. He's, though. Like a, he's like a normal ninth or 10th guy. The Thunder have had, I feel like abnormal ninth or 10th guys on their team, like abnormally bad. Um, and now they have like just like an, a real NBA team where you have like these young guys developing at the end of the bench. You have TLC, who's a, a guy that can come in and play when you have a lot of injuries. Um, we still have Nader. Yeah, we got the Nadar. I don't know, man. I have, who knows? Who, who knows? He's at least played in NBA games before. Uh, um, are you uh, are you are you nervous about tonight? About the game? Yeah. Are you excited? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly haven't thought a ton about it. What are, What are your thoughts? Well, Andrew, this could be an an historic night. Okay. Did you know that Golden State has never lost four in a row in the Steve Kerr era? Wow. And tonight, it could happen at the hands of the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> it totally could. With it all could. those with all those guys out, I mean Draymond. Yes. With him out. I mean, they're yes. gonna, there's a lot of minutes coming for these big guys. There's a, yes. We're going to see a lot of Jonas Jerebko. We're going to see a lot of yes. Kevon Looney. Yes. Damian Jones. Yes. There's, also, there's, a, there's two Damians. Damian Lee. Oh, that's his. Uh, that's Steph's brother-in-law, right? Is it? I think so. Okay. I yeah. didn't know. Uh, Jordan Bell will probably play a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I really hope they don't blow it because it is really set up well for them, especially if they get Ferguson back. Not having this be Westbrook's first game back, I think is is good. Yes, you know he had a he had a game to figure out whatever he was figuring out out there in Sacramento, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think I think they have a real opportunity. I don't want to hype it too much because uh, this is what I did with the Houston game. You know, I'm trying to stay calm until the fourth quarter. Hopefully right. they'll be leading and then I'll unleash <laughs> and I'll unleash on Golden State. <laughs> yeah, Quinn Cook played 28 minutes for them the other night against the Spurs. Yep. It's a lot of minutes. And actually, if you read Golden State people, they wanted him to play more minutes because they don't like the other players so much. Yeah, Sean Livingston has been less than inspiring this season. Um, yeah, they're they're super thin, which is very exciting for the Thunder. Uh, and it's so great. It is. And it is nice that Westbrook has that one under his belt. Because usually when he does that, when he shoots 10 threes, he did that against the Celtics, his second game back um, for the season, he like overcorrects. And like he, right. maybe he won't take any tonight. And we'll just try to get to the rim, which is what you need to do against this Warriors team. You don't need uh, Russell what, taking 10 threes. This is an ESPN game. Uh, what time is it at? I think it's at 9.30 Central Time. Oh, you're going to be up late. It's a late one, man. It's a super wow. late one. I'm not, <laughs> not terribly excited for it. I got, a Although, te- I got a text from my father-in-law that said, I'm going to need to take a nap so I can watch the Thunder game tomorrow. <laughs> Are your kids all asleep by nine thirty though? That that could be oh good, yeah, right? Oh yeah. Probably uh, so I mean everybody will be asleep at some point 
9.30. Oh, so you got the tube to yourself. Just going to have the tube to myself. The tube and watching watching the game by myself on the couch. That's how Thanksgiving it. Eve. Mm. That's right. Yeah, hopefully we get a, a Thunder win tonight in Golden State. Uh, and the th- I mean, the Thunder need to win after the way they lost to the Kings. I think they'll come back with a focus. Also, we don't know the status of Jeremy Grant, which I think he's... He's super important to what this team does. So he rolled his ankle. He told Billy that he was that he was fine. Uh, they just, I guess, they just hit the weight room yesterday and didn't really practice. And so we don't really know his status and won't know it until today. So, um, yeah, I think actually Brett has the he tweeted out the injury report. Um, but he's important to. To beating the Warriors, I, I feel like he's had a, he's had a really nice season since his since really the whole team's horrible start. Yeah, Abrinas is out is is questionable viral illness. Terrence Burgess okay. out personal reasons. Jeremy Grant questionable right ankle sprain. Nerlens Noel questionable viral illness. Wait, did you just say Ferguson's out? It, that's what it says for now. Uh, it can change. This was yesterday. Okay. Oh, so okay. yeah, this is for now, but. We'll see what happens tonight. If he's back with the team, he'll play. Uh, and then Abrinas, I guess, was ready to play, and they just didn't play him against the Kings. And really, if he just plays, I mean, I think that that's super helpful to this team. If you have Ferguson and Diallo soaking up all the two-guard minutes, I think that's probably a better thing for this team overall on both ends. So, right. Cool. I'm excited. Cool. You know what else is exciting? Uh... I could guess, but I'm not sure which one it's going to be. <laughs> it's the mule. The mule. <laughs> you got to go to the mule. It's in the Plaza District near downtown OKC. It's at 16th and Blackwell there. They are a gourmet grilled cheese restaurant. I've been saying this the past few weeks, but I'm serious. You need to get the fried cheese curds. Uh, it's worth it just to go for that. But they also have the best grilled cheese sandwiches in the state, and I'm going to go and say it: the country. I've I've had I've wow. had enough. I've I've tasted wow. enough. I've tasted enough to say that it's the country. They also have the so their seasonal side. I had a friend that came over a couple of nights ago, so that he went to the Mule, and he had their this black bean soup there, and mm-hmm. he said it. He said he would go back just for that. He said for a soup for a soup. So. They just do everything so well. They're very creative. Everything is fresh. He said the soup was just unreal. And That's so, crazy. I've ne- I've never had a soup that good. Well, you haven't. I've, I've never I've never ordered a soup. Have you ever ordered <laughs> soup? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sure. Oh man, you get I've the, made the, soup. The tomato soup at the Mule is also delish. So go to the Mule. Support the people that support Down to Dunk. And eat yourself a grilled cheese sandwich at the Mule. Don't they have a one where a sandwich with tomato soup, you dunk it? Yeah, I mean, you can do that with any of them. But, I mean, you could do that with, like, their original grilled cheese, which is probably the way to go. You're allowed to do that? Oh, more than allowed. They Encouraged. They won't stop you. It's okay. Encouraged to do so. Okay, so we are going to do some fake trades. Uh, we're doing Woo. some trade calls. The Washington Wizards, although they did beat the Clippers last night, I'm pretty sure it was jinxed by uh, Zach Lowe on the low post because uh, he was talking about how great the Clippers were and how sad the Wizards were. And I think that um, 
he certainly triggered that to happen. But they won last night, but still, like this team is in shambles. Uh, they're arguing in practice. Uh, it's it's just an absolute disaster. Uh, Scott Brooks is getting cussed out. I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's just mm-hmm. un- uncalled for. Can't do that to Scotty. <clears throat> uncalled for. So sweet man, he's a sweet man. <clears throat> oh my goodness, he's a sweet man. Great guy. Doesn't deserve it. Chardine uh, and Company once. Oh yeah, getting his hair cut. Did you talk to him? <laughs> yeah, great. I said looking great, Coach. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I don't know why. I couldn't think of anything to say. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But um, I had to say something. You feel weird calling people coach that aren't your coach? Uh, yes, I don't know why I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I felt I, I would normally not do that. Uh, but I just turn into a huge dork when I'm around famous people. <laughs> oh, how you doing, coach? Looking great. <laughs> Good luck in the game tonight, coach. <laughs> oh, man, I think I have like roughly 15 fake trades here so uh yeah, we're gonna do a lot we're gonna do uh trade calls for just brad beal and john wall uh auto porter trades are so boring i'm sorry like he's like he's okay and he makes 28 million dollars so i i don't know who really wants him and who wants to trade for him uh i think he'd help a lot of teams but i i'm not i'm not super interested in those trades i think that the the Bradley Beal ones are interesting, and then the John Wall ones are interesting for like sad reasons. So, and and uh, as anyone who listened to the Low Post knows, the John Wall one is weird because there's this massive trade kicker if they trade him this year, where they would have to pay like twenty million dollars. Yeah, now he could theoretically waive that, uh, but apparently it would make more sense to trade him after the season. Who knows? I don't know how much John Wall wants to get out of Washington. Yeah. You, they can he can either waive it or amend it. So like it's fifteen percent now. He could it could make it five percent or three percent trade kicker if he yeah, if yeah. he and his agent wanted to. But I'd be a little surprised if they wanted to right now, as contentious as things are. Um, okay, so for the Bradley Beal ones, so I'm going to play Ernie Grunfeld in all of these situations. Um, yeah. Alex is going to be calling me for Bradley Beal and I'm going to be calling him for John Wall because in our in our imagination everybody's <laughs> going to call the Wizards for Bradley Beal and probably no one's going to call them for John Wall and they're going to have to go out and try to find a John Wall trade. So Poor John. Poor John. I'd like to thank The Athletic for sponsoring today's show. The Athletic is a subscription-based publisher of smarter sports coverage for the diehard fan. If you want to know the inside stories you're going to theathletic.com. I'm sure most of you have already heard of it. If you're listening to this podcast, you are a diehard sports fan, so you've heard of The Athletic. What's great about it is there's no ads, there's no pop-ups, there's no of those autoplay videos to annoy you while you're trying to read. It is just the in-depth coverage that you want from the best journalists out there. We have Brett Dawson here covering the team locally. Everybody knows Darnell Mayberry covers the Bulls for The Athletic. We have Fred Katz covering the Wizards. Uh, Anthony Slater covers the Warriors. You know all those guys, and they're just the best in the industry. And so to get The Athletic, you can go to theathletic.com backslash dunk. That's all lowercase, D-U-N-K, and get 40% off your subscription. Subscribe and be part of the future of sports journalism. All right. Are you ready, Andrew? So ready. 
Are you ready, Ernie? Ready, ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Uh, hello. Oh, what's up, dude? It's Mitch. Mitch Kupchak. Let's uh, sketch and make some trades. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, uh, Mitchell. Uh, I'm ready to hear it. What are you, who are you calling about? All right, Brad. Check this out. Let's surf the waves on our yards. All right. We're looking to trade for Broadly Bill. Okay. And we're willing to give you Michael Kidd Grillchrist, Jeremy Lamb. Ugh. Malik Monk and Miles Bridges. Uh, you know, now that I say all those names out loud, that's actually not bad. Uh, we're, uh, how many first round picks are you going to include? Uh, you didn't put any on my my sheet, so I'm saying none. Okay, uh, I'll have to call you back. That's decent. I, I'm I'm a I'm a Miles Bridges guy, but I, we'll have to talk later. Okay, good goodbye, Mitchell. Yeah, that's decent. It's decent. I, I guess you would need to include a first rounder, probably, because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Bradley Beal's really good. He I mean, is. I guess Monk and Bridges are the two assets. Yeah, and if you're the if you're the the Hornets, you probably don't want to give up both, but you kind of have to to get Brad Beal. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they can probably get better than that. Yeah, I think so. But I like the idea of Charlotte going for it. Yeah, I think they ha- I think they have to at some point with somebody. But they just I just don't think they have like Bridges is fun, but he's he's not like a blue chip prospect. And same with Malik Monk, like I think most people think of him like best case scenario as like a six man type of guy. And so you're gonna give up a starting level two guard and all star level two guard for him. It's like oh, okay, all right. It's not really not exactly what we're looking for. Um, okay, next one. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Ernie Grunfeld here. Oh, hi, Ernie. It's uh, it's Elton Brand, uh, new GM for the Sixers. Really excited to get off a good start as GM. I'm really excited about the team. Excited that uh, we brought in Jimmy and see things. What do I do with Markel, Ernie? Please help me. Hey, here's the Please. thing. Here's the thing. You. Have you heard, are, are you a subscriber to The Athletic? Yes, I know about the Attorney Brothers. Okay, listen, you you cannot send him here. We will break him. Well, unfortunately, the trade offer I have for you is Wilson Chandler, Zaire Smith, Jonah Bolden, and Markel Fultz. Former number one pick. Yeah, we, listen, sir, we are... Right now, we're in the business of breaking spirits, and we've—you cannot send me an already broken spirit. Okay, uh, I'm uh, getting very all. depressed about Markel. It's—it is getting weird and sad. I, I don't—I don't know what's going on, and I'm getting—I'm very confused by the fact that his agent, his last name is Brothers, and he also is an attorney. And the name of the attorney place is Attorney Brothers, right? <laughs> but I don't. But I don't think there's two of them. <laughs> I think that's just in reference to him, right? But it's very confusing, and it's also his agent, I guess. Yeah, agent and attorney. I mean, it's just I don't know, man. I I, I wouldn't touch Marco Fultz with the ten foot pole if I'm another team. 
I think that it's it's gone too far. It's gone. It's gotten weird way too many times already. Uh, the free throw stuff is weird. The yelping when he's shooting is weird. Uh, the fact that he's not going to play for the team until he gets a diagnosis. Like what? What have they been doing this whole time? Like what is going on here? It's been over a year and they can't figure this out. It's been the same issue. You had uh, Drew Hanlon, his shooting coach, completely disown him. I mean, there's just he. There's just no way he has trade value at all right now, right? Yeah. Did you listen to the dunked on where they did Markel Fultz trades? I've actually cleansed myself of dunked on lately. Well, it was a really sad podcast. Was it? Because every trade, and they were like getting excited about him, and it'd just be like this random collection of guys. And I just can't imagine Elton Brand as a brand new GM coming in and trading the former first round pick for just like scraps. Like I, I feel like they might as well just hang on to him. They obviously need to do something different yeah. and maybe that's sending him to the G league or we'll see what happens with this shoulder specialist. They can't go on like this, but I, no. I also don't really see what the point is in trading him for just, a, you know, random guys. They're not going to get a great haul back at this point. No. And I mean, the reason that I think all this is happening now is because he got benched. Um, it's, I don't think it's coincidental. Really, if it is, then it's like it's really sad that it's coincidental that they finally decided to go like really check this out. I think it's just like a hey, listen, like we're not going to let you bench him. We're going to make it look like we decided that you, he's being benched. You know, right, right. Um, okay, uh, ring, 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 ring. Nerdy. Hey, it's Mark. Mark Cuban. Oh. Everybody knows I'm the real GM. I'm disgusting. Oh, uh, y- yes, sir. Yeah, we want to offer you Wes Matthews and DSJ, Dennis hmm. Smith Jr. Hmm. Interesting. We'll do that for John Wall. Nope, not what I offered. Okay. Um, oh, goodbye, Marcus. Yeah, they can do better than that. Yeah, it's, I mean, Dennis Smith's interesting, but I don't think that that's about it. it. Yeah. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Arnie. Hey, it's Steve Ballmer. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I just had to call you. I, I couldn't find our GM's name online, <laughs> but I'm so excited. This could be big. I love big things. Big, Go big or go home. Big dogs t-shirts. How's it going? <laughs> Uh, uh, it's not going well if you if you've read the news oh i don't care about the news i'm excited here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna offer you danilo gallinari mm-hmm. jay gilgis alexander mm-hmm. and jerome robinson that other guy we took mm-hmm. for bradley beal and kelly kelly <laughs> <laughs> kelly Ubre jr mm-hmm. Uh, I like that, but I don't like having like to give that. up Kelly. 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 Kelly's sponsored by Converse now. Yeah, he is. Everybody made a big deal out of that. They uh, did. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, there's a lot of hype around SGA. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've seen him, I mean, we've seen him play twice against the thunder i wasn't blown away by him but i don't watch him every game either so people that watch him that are a lot smarter than me say that he's awesome and so maybe he is yeah. i don't know 
And Gallinari seems like a trap. I mean, he's been incredible. Oh, yeah, it's an absolute trap. Yeah, he has like a 20 PER right now. There's, yeah. He's going, yeah. To, he's inevitably going to be hurt and not play ever again come like January. So, yeah, I would not do that. Uh, it's not enough for Bradley Beal, certainly. Yeah. But it's that's at least interesting. I don't know anything about Jerome Robinson. I don't think he's really played for the Clippers. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. I don't know why they picked him. Uh, he's a guy who's like a late riser in the draft. Uh, it didn't make sense. I, I think it would have made a ton of sense. I think in, I think the trade would be, you consider even a little bit more uh, if they would have just taken Michael Porter. Yeah. That spot, just because he's at least an interesting prospect uh, that you feel like, well, if he turns out, like he was supposed to be like the number one guy in this last draft. So you can at least like talk yourself into that as a fan base, but. Yeah, that's not. That's probably not enough for Bradley Beal. Um, ring, ring, ring. Oh yeah, this this one you're gonna have to add a player. We're gonna have to pretend that we're like at December sixteenth. Oh, who's the player? Who's the player, man? You can add, whisper it. Uh, Rajon Rondo. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, ring, 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 ring. Arnie. Hey, what's up? <laughs> It's Rob Palinka. <laughs> what's oh, up? Uh, hello, Robert. Hey, what's up? I'm super cool. Uh, I got a pretty cool trade for you if you want to check it out. Mm. Um, we're interested in looking at uh, Bradley Beal. <laughs> mm. And uh, I'm willing to give you uh, Lonzo Ball. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Ingram. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Rajon Rondo. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think that's a good trade. Uh, yeah, that that's of one, the ones we've read the far. That would be the easiest to sell your fan base on because that is an infusion of youth. Yeah, guys that we don't know that are that good, uh, but because they play for the Lakers, everybody thinks they're really good because uh, they have. I mean, both of them have not been inspiring at all for the Lakers with LeBron. Uh, right when everybody was sold on like one that Brandon Ingram was going to be an all star, and then two that Lonzo Ball might be better than Brandon Ingram. Um, that's my hot take that I'm giving you preseason. And it's like, all right, maybe they're just both just like okay. Yeah, I mean the one benefit if Lonzo ever learned how to shoot, he is the kind of guy who could play alongside John Wall, and that he doesn't need the ball. Yeah, you know it's it's not like trading for a guy who just absolutely needs the ball no matter what, but he can't really shoot, and John Wall can't really shoot, and so it'd probably not be good right now. Yeah, and Ingram doesn't play well off the ball. From right, he kind of he, he kind of needs the ball. So yeah, I don't know. I think these Lakers guys have just been overhyped like crazy. They they probably have. On the other hand, like at this point, now that LeBron's there, how how will we know? I, I just don't I don't see either of these guys reaching their full potential with LeBron there. Yeah, it's very weird. It feel there's going to be a trade. A trade like yes. this is going to happen, right? I mean, now that yes. LeBron is there, I mean he he called James Jones at the Suns and said, Hey, listen, I need you guys to wave Tyson Chandler so he can be on my team. <laughs> and they said, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't think LeBron is trying to control things in LA, like you, you have lost your mind because something like this is going to happen and they can't make a trade like this until after December 15th. 
when Rondo and Lance Stevenson, guys like that can be traded. And that's, that was like part of the benefit of signing those guys to the deals they have is that now you can combine them with your young guys to match salaries. And so, and it's only a one year deal. They're, and so I, it's, it, it makes sense only in that way to me that they signed Lance Stevenson and Rondo th- to those deals so they could make future trades. Um, and he could get guys that he liked paid. Like, right. <laughs> I, I think that's honestly people that are like selling like, Oh, they just really needed guys that could, uh, you know, handle the ball. Like, you want guys to handle the ball with LeBron? Like that's, that's, I mean, you could not talk rational people into that like it's so dumb like you're gonna take the ball out of his hands to put them put it in the hands of Rajon Rondo and Lance Stevenson like just give me a break like it's to me it's just a way to get his friends paid and for them to be able to make a trade with uh Brandon Ingram I mean I just and Bradley Beal would be amazing next to LeBron yeah he would be perfect he'd be like like souped up Josh Hart like the yeah. best version of Josh Hart. Right, like, yeah, or best version of like J.R. Smith, who was awesome yeah. with LeBron. Like really, really good with, with LeBron. Um, okay, next one is offensive. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Uh, Ernie. Hey, Ernie, this is Sam Presti. Oh, uh, hello, Samuel. Yeah, long time no see. Um, I, I've decided that I'm interested in Brad Beal. Mm, you've um, been interested it, for years. I remember you calling me with a Oh, James, that's true. It, James Harden. It, I just remembered that Billy Donovan uh, is close to him. So that's that's another thing, too. Yes. Hmm. Um, okay, so I'm, for some reason, going to offer you Stephen Adams and mm. Terrence Ferguson. Hmm. mildly interesting mildly it's offensive (laughs) what do you think about that from the thunder perspective for real um i i i I don't think i would do it even though i think brad is a better player than steven adams i i mean i guess they wouldn't do it but the one with just all the thunder young guys and and cap filler yeah that doesn't get you there (laughs) which even as i'm saying it well because uh friend of the pod friend of the timeline Stephen dolan tweeted out a trade that was like you know schroeder terrence ferguson i think maybe diallo was in there and probably like a first no and there were people in the comments were like you you can't give up schroeder like oh, come on <laughs> come on <laughs> if you're going to get in the uh, conversation it probably has to be adams ferguson and diallo or pick one of the young guys and a pick like that's yeah. how you, that's how you get there because the thunder i mean if the thunder really Ugh. feel like they're gonna want to improve their roster by adding another star like one bradley Beal would be really nice because he's not a guy that needs the ball all the time uh, and he adds shooting that they need desperately and yeah, it's, I mean, obviously Steven Adams fan favorite, you don't want to give him up, but it's, it sounds like you do want to give him because you've brought up Steven Adams trades before Andrew. I'm, What's your beef? I just, it's not that I want to trade him. I just don't think that it's mm-hmm. out of the question that he'll be traded at some point in his tenure with the thunder. I think the argument you would make is that going forward, there's going to be a glut of centers in free agency. Yeah. And so it'd be easier to replace like 60 to 80% of Steven Adams than it would be to replace like a top tier 
wing option like Bradley Beal is. Yeah. Um, and if you move forward and your your starting lineup includes Westbrook, Beal, and um, Paul George, I mean... That would be pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. And you could definitely get like backup centers either through buyout or through trades. Like there's so many teams with extra centers if you go through the rosters. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so sad though. It would be. It'd be, it'd be so very sad. it'd be very sad to see him go and to see him go play for the Wizards. Would uh Ugh. it would not be a cool move for OKC. Yeah, if he ever if they ever traded him, I just would pray that he would go to the Spurs <laughs> somehow. I don't know what the trade is for the, for coming back for OKC, but you just want to do right by Steve, right? Uh, but I, I I don't think that that's something that will happen. I'm not sure that that really works for either team at this point. I mean, no. Stephen is so important to this team, um, and obviously the team's shooting gets a lot better when you have Bradley Beal out there. The floor changes a ton when you have Bradley Beal. Uh, I think like the argument is that like Nerlens can take some of those minutes. You can give some of them to Jeremy Grant. Uh, and at, at some, you'd have to get another big though at some point or a guy that plays multiple positions. Cause I just don't think the, the three man tandem of Noel Patterson and Grant is enough. Yeah. Uh, well, Hey, uh, you know, did you see Westbrook just started following Brad Beal? Oh, how could I avoid it on Instagram? Yeah. Hey, I, why would another real, though, NBA player want to follow another NBA player on Instagram? No, no, don't poo-poo that. Why would he do it right now, Andrew? Just randomly, he just randomly been thinking about Brad Beal. Like, hmm, I wonder what his thoughts are. <laughs> I don't know. I would do if I was an NBA player and knew that people watch for that crap. I would just mess with people all the time. Well, that's rude. That's rude of you. <laughs> I think it's. I mean, maybe the Thunder are trying to trade for him and Westbrook's. Mm, yes. I mean, but what benefit to the Thunder is Westbrook following him on Instagram? I just like. He, I can't get. He's that. doing recon. He's doing recon for the team. He's going to report back. Yeah. With hey, all his Instagram hey, posts. Hey, Bradley. <laughs> we see your public photos. <laughs> Yeah, just trying to see if you would fit on our team. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm Whatever. Not, I'm not, it's big news. It's big news. Don't listen to Andrew. My favorite thing is people asking Fred to ask about it. <laughs> to ask Brad, Bradley Beal about it. <laughs> oh, that's very exciting. I hope people ask Russell about it tonight. Russell, be so you know how mad he would be if somebody asked him about that. Oh, dude, geez. you you got you. You got called out on Twitter for refollowing Fred Katz. We all saw that. <laughs> I don't even that actually. If that happened, it was unbeknownst to me. Like I really, <laughs> really was. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Uh, we're gonna move it. That was to like the- when we had a uh, when we had Snotty Drippin on the pod. Yeah, and we realized that I didn't follow him at the end of the podcast. Right. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Oops. Um, okay. We are going to go into some John Wall trades. And now I'm going to call you. Okay. Ring and ring, ring and ring. Hi, you've reached LeBron's GM, James Jones. How can I help, Bron? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's Ernie. Ernie Grunfeld from the Wizards. Hi, Ernie. Hi. 
we'd uh we we'd be interested in acquiring two players um in exchange for uh Jonathan Wall, um Ryan Anderson and Ellie Ak Ak Akbobo. Did you, did you call him Jonathan Wall? Uh yes, sir. Um I would I totally get why you would do this. This is the Suns don't really have a point guard mm. playing Isaiah, Isaiah Cannon. Mm. Uh, but I don't know if John Wall and Devin Booker are a great fit. They don't seem to be on the same timeline. It's a lot of money to commit to John Wall. Not that a bunch of free agents are coming to Phoenix. I'm saying no. Mm. Get out of here. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, good Goodbye, James. Click. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Well, how did you diddly? It's Dale Demps. Get a Dale. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Ernie Dale. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, Ernie? You know, when I applied for this job, they asked me why I would hire me, and I said, get a Dale. <laughs> Go get one. Oh, oh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you remember them commercials? Uh, yeah, Yes, sir. I have no idea what Dell Demps is like, but his name sounds like an old-timey sheriff. <laughs> it's, it so does. Um, uh, Dale, uh, I have a, I have an inquiry for you. So, uh, uh, Solomon Hill, um, Wesley Johnson, and uh, uh, Frank Jackson for uh, John Wall. I don't know why you're doing that, Ernie, but sure. Well, it's it's financial reasons, and we uh, we scouted Frank Jackson. He's he could be a he could be a guy. That was so gross. Why would you do that to the Wizards? Do the Wizards would give up? They would if they could you trade. Think they would do that. Yes, that for those guys. And yes, even even if even if New Orleans threw in a first round pick, you don't have Oof. to. But that would be great if they would. Gross. Okay. They would. They would probably do it straight up for Ryan Anderson. Wow. All right. Uh, All okay. Right. Uh, ring There's and trouble brewing. Ring and ring, ring and ring. Hey, it's Aussie Buford. No one's ever seen me in person or heard me talk. A lot of people think I'm a fictional character created by Greg Popovich. How can I help you? Uh, it's Ernie. Grun, yeah. Gr- Grunfeld, um, we would. Hey, Annie, we would <laughs> would like to trade you uh, John Wall for uh, Pau Gasol and uh, Derek White. Ooh, that's an interesting one for old R.C. Buford, <laughs> the famous GM that everybody knows. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sure. Why? I, I mean, at this point. The Spurs are kind of locked in for a few years anyways with this team. You have a five more years of John Wall. Who cares? They are they, kind of like the Island of Misfit Toys right now with these guys who were thought of to like be superstars like five years ago. And now everybody's like super over all these dudes with LaMarcus and DeRozan. John Wall just fits so well. And you know that he would probably be awesome under Greg Popovich. Yeah, and and what he would even make it better is that again the basketball fit doesn't really make sense because they're just adding like another non-shooter. Right, they just won't shoot but a three ever. John Wall is an incredible passer. He's always been a great passer, so maybe it would work. 
I think it kind of it kind of makes sense for the Spurs to trade for him. I think that'd be cool. I mean, I I really like John Wall. I don't say that in public a lot. There's there's usually not a reason to be saying it, but I really do like John Wall. He was like one of my favorite players back in his like rookie season, second year. Yeah. Um, He's very exciting. He's such a good passer and it's kind of just, it's gone south, but I think he can rebound. And so he can also rebound. Uh, (laughs) I was going to call you on on rebound. Rebound. (laughs) So I, I, I really think that it could turn around if he went to a stable organization like the Spurs. Yeah, I don't have any question that if he if he did, and, and then I guess the question like Dejounte Murray, what happens there with him? Yeah, he's coming back from ACL. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, who really cares? Okay, uh, ring and ring, ring and ring. Did you know, did you know R. C. Buford sounded like that? By the way, I looked that up online. <laughs> no idea. Videos. Yeah. Um, okay, go ahead. I thought you were calling him Aussie Buford. Oh, oh, I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> uh, ring, 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 ring. Oh, hey, it's Steve Ballmer. Oh, I'm here with Jim. Oh, oh, you scared me. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm here with Jerry West, legend, oh. NBA legend, Jerry West. Say hi, Jerry. Oh. Hi, Jerry. Oh. Woo! I love that guy. We are excited to basketball trade with you today. Let's go. Oh, oh it's Arnie. It's Arnie. Oh, oh, you're sending me to early retirement. Woo! Oh. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Danilo Gallinari for uh, John Wall, straight up. Uh, I think we got to do that. I love big names. I love them. Bring him home. Bring John home. Is he from here? I don't know. Let's do it. I'm I'm Ernie. Okay. Uh, You have to do that for the Clippers, right? Do you? I, I feel like that's the kind of move that the old Clippers would make. I'm not convinced that the new smart Clippers would do that. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's not selling high on, on either player. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like the opposite of the Blake Griffin trade. Like yeah. Bringing in an equivalent Blake Griffin, like Albatross contract for a guy who's really good. But that contract's going to be problematic in a couple of years, maybe already. Yeah. Yeah, and the Gallinari one expires next season. Maybe you'd just be better off keeping Gallo. Yeah, don't listen to Steve. He was just a little too excited. Yeah, he's so excited. Legitimately scared me. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Hey, it's Ed Stefanski. Did you even know I was a GM? I don't know why you're calling me. I've never made an interesting trade in my life. Please, I beg you, go. Read my basketball reference history page. Samuel Dallenbear was the biggest name I ever traded. Why would you hire me for this job? I don't know. <laughs> oh, so it's Ernie. Ernie calling you. Please Run go fail. read my basketball reference page. I've been a GM for near a decade. Never have I made an interesting acquisition. <laughs> uh, I'm about to lay one on you. Okay. Uh, Reg, Reggie Jackson and uh, uh, Stanley Johnson for John Wall. Oh, gosh. Oh, Isn't man. that so gross? Yeah, that's really gross. It just gross. feels I mean, so dirty. I feel like I need to go take a shower. That is so awful. Uh, D- Detroit definitely does it. I say, oh, yeah. Why not at this point? You're locked in to, 
to Griffin, you're locked into Drummond. Like, just go, just who cares? Yeah. Uh, and it could work. I mean, John Wall is better than Reggie Jackson. Yeah. And I think there's Reg, any Reggie Jackson, there. Scott Brooks. They. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. The reunion. Yeah, a little reunion. Oh. Well, now I'm really into it. Yeah. Yeah. And Reggie always gets along with everybody, so that should really help. Um, ring, 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 ring. Hi, it's Steve. <laughs> it's Steve Mills. Hi. Uh, it's uh, Ernie Grunfeld. Great great to hear your voice again, Steve. Uh, hey, Ernie. <laughs> uh, we, we're interested in... Uh, in acquiring a couple of players from you, uh, NS Cantor and, uh, Frank Tillaconga. Oh. <laughs> great, at- great attempt, Ernie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, uh, okay. No, this, the Knicks would not do that. Yeah. That's, they are, they are, they have their sights set on next year. They probably still won't get anyone, but they still have their sights set on next year. Yeah. They can't ruin that by bringing in John wall feels like such a Knicks thing to do, doesn't it? It does. I hope they don't. Oh, my gosh. It would be such a Knicks thing to do. Oh, Knicks fans would be so angry. Oh, it would be so bad. <laughs> you just take away all hope, and then maybe next summer they can sign Amari Stoudemire again. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Okay, I practiced this one a lot. Okay. <clears throat> do the ring, ring, ring again. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, hello. Uh, this is... Uh, Torres uh, Karnishovas uh, of the Denver Nuggets. I um, I am the uh, general manager of the um, Denver Nuggets. Um, I am excited to um, talk to you today um, about the basketball traits. Uh, I'm Ernie. Uh, hello, Ernie. I am uh, Arturos uh, Karnishovas. Um, yes, sir. Uh, we're, we're willing to give you our, our guy, John Othan Wall. Can you understand me? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, this is Arturus here. He's a point guard with basketball skills. And uh, what would you like in return? Um, we'll take back Mason Plumlee and Trey Tra- 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 Lyles. Oh, gosh. Um, man, I mean, that's a cheap trade for the Nuggets. Yeah. By the way, I didn't know who the Nuggets GM was, so I looked it up online, uh-huh. and uh, there's a 19-minute interview with him <laughs> and like Nuggets PR or something from earlier this summer, and he talks in the most monotone. It was the most boring GM video I've ever watched, and I watched a lot of it because I was trying to figure out his voice. <laughs> it was it was way worse than Sam Presti. Like wow, you said you, you did so well with that. That was really thank you, thank that was you, really you. impressive. Uh, okay. Um, I, they don't do that. They have too many young guards. They don't it's want John. Wall. Too much of Get a culture. Of it's too much of a culture rocker. Like obviously, <laughs> the talent infusion is huge. Compare like Trey Lyles and Mason Plumley. Like yeah, like that sounds great. But you're gonna rock the boat by sending John Wall to your team? Like heck no. There's just yeah. no way. There's just no way they do that. Even it's though, cheap, though, even though people are saying like this team needs a point guard. That's like the latest take with the Nuggets struggling recently. He's like, oh, they just need a real point guard. Um, John Wall is not their real point guard that they need. Okay, last one. Then we'll be done. It's a long pod. Okay. Uh, ring, 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 <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Hey, it's Pat. <laughs> Pat Ryan. Oh. <laughs> it's Ernie. You're scaring me a little bit, Patrick. 
Hey, Ernie. Oh, did you hear that? I just dropped all my rings. <laughs> oh, oh my. Let's make this quick. Uh, uh, Gorin Dragon um, for John Wall. The dragon. <laughs> um, I think we'd have to do that. Ernie. Okay. okay. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, send, we'll send the paperwork in. You can hang up now. Uh, Pat Riley is uh, like a living, breathing snake in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what he sounds like. John, John Wall could be awesome with the heat because you like are required to take care of your body with the heat. Unless you're Dion. Uh, but yeah. I, well, I Dion doesn't play. He's not going to play until he does. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that would make sense, especially they're not having to give up Josh Richardson. Richardson, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, you wouldn't want Dragic around if you're bringing in John Wall because you know point guards you need the ball in their hand. Yeah. So I say, why not? And it probably makes the Wizards better. It probably does, actually. Yeah. Because Dragic is not going to go there and rock the boat. He's just going to play. And you can probably keep Bradley Beal at that point. You can keep your other guys. I think Otto Porter probably gets more involved at that point. They're probably a better team. Even though John Wall is clearly a better talent, I think fit uh, matters so much. And Dragic can shoot the three ball. And so the Wizards probably can at least get their head above water, be a playoff team again with that team and you're I mean honestly like the way that John Wall is treating everybody especially Scott Brooks and people in the locker room I mean like he needs to go and maybe you know he'd have a strong culture they don't have a star and so to bring him in like he could be that for that team and get back on get his career back on track and you know be surrounded by shooting I mean this I, I think that's like a actual decent trade for both teams that actually helps both teams what uh what is your favorite auto porter destination because it does sound like from what everyone's saying he's the most likely to be traded soon like sooner than later i just like that's a his contract is so big you're gonna have to take back something that's not very palatable so did you listen to uh i think it was sam vicini but they had a portland blazers trailblazers trade that i really liked okay that I could actually get down to that because they have a ton of bad contracts. And it was, uh, it was, what's, what's the big white guy's name? You know, <laughs> the guy making 10 million. Oh, Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard, which is gross, but he's almost expiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Mo Harkless and Fernie Simons. Okay. And I, th- I think there was a first round pick, uh, for Otto Porter, which Otto Porter would be like the absolute best fit. He'd be awesome. Backcourt. Yeah, he'd, he'd be, be incredible. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that happens because that would really change the Blazers for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Myers Leonard has a 21.9 PER this season. Woo! That's Good crazy. for him. Uh, yeah, actually, that makes that makes a lot of sense. You'd have to you have to send back bad money, and the Blazers have a lot of it. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else would be good fit. I mean, just Charlotte maybe. Well, what about the Wiggins? Wiggins for Porter and whatever oh, else that's to match. Why in the world would you do that if you're the Wizards? Because, I, well, I don't know. Wiggins is a big name. Is Still. he? 
I don't know, man. I just, I just said his name and you instantly knew who he was. <laughs> so <laughs> what if you did? Oh, there's oh Charlotte's books are so gross. Um, yeah, there was like a, a Batum one, but I, I don't know why the wizards would do that. No, I mean like Biombo Malik this. Monk. I don't know. This I just can't. I just have got to just close this page out because I just can't look at the Charlotte Hornets <laughs> anymore. Um, I don't know. Like people have thrown out Thunder trades. I don't think the Thunder are going to trade. I mean, you have to trade so like four players to get him. I mean, yeah. I I don't know. And he's been complaining about getting touches in Washington. Like that's so weird to me. Apparently, he's a, he's a he's a little drama queen. I did not see that coming. That's why I drafted him in fantasy because I thought he just like was going to do his job and he just gets me some basic stats across the board. And now he's angry. I've been trying to get him to the Grizzlies. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. But you'd have to do like Chandler Parsons, and then like they have no other good young guys that you would trade. Like you're not trading Jared Jackson Jr. Like he's awesome. And then like who else do they have? Like Wayne Selden. Does that get you there? Um, Dylan Brooks. Nope. Javon Carter. Nope. Who was that? Nope. Uh, Iowa State guy. He was. I like him. He's awesome. But yeah, no. Uh, there's a guy named. What is this? I don't even know how to pronounce this. Yota Watanabe. Watanabe. <laughs> What's that, Ernie? <laughs> He's a Japanese player for the for the. Grizzlies. Oh really? Yeah. I had no idea that he was a person. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. He's tough. What if? What about the? So the Rockets is another one. Then I'm not like super excited. Reporter? Yeah. Oof, I hope not. You do like Brandon Knight, and I mean, maybe you give up PJ Tucker at that point. You know. Yeah. Knight, Tucker, Marquise, Chris, and. A first round pick, like that could get you there. But why? But if you're the Wizards, why do you do that? Yeah, yeah. Because Tucker, any team trading for Tucker is doing it because they want to win now. Which maybe the Wizards want to do, but yeah. There's no like young. I feel like they need some youth coming back. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mar- I don't think Brand. Well, I guess Marquise Chris. He's young, technically. He's yeah. He's young, man. He's t- he's terrible. <laughs> no, Maury's going to turn him around. Isn't that the deal the Suns did? They traded Bogdan Bogdanovich and that pick. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a weird one. That was a really weird one because I think it, they traded two picks. Yeah, like two of their picks to the Kings. I don't remember who the other pick was that Sacramento got. Um, but yeah, Bogdan was definitely one of them. Uh, the Kings took that guy that they already cut oh the the greek guy yes papayanis yes papayanis which which they like kinged up that trade but also like they got the best player in the trade too which is interesting uh we've got to stop doing this podcast right now we've been going (laughs) hour 18 um thanks for listening to our podcast we appreciate you all downloading tell your friends tell your family as you sit around the thanksgiving day table about our show I hope that's the only thing you say. Tell them that you're thankful for. I'm just kidding. Um, but for real, like we're super thankful for all our listeners and 
for you guys leaving five star reviews and for retweeting us and just communicating with us through Twitter and whatnot like that means a lot to us that you guys would take the time to do that hope you guys have a great day you should follow alex on twitter at albabycakes you can follow me on twitter at andrew k schlecht follow our show at down to dunk we'll be back friday with a post thanksgiving pod hope you have a great thanksgiving we'll talk to you guys then